you looking for a high-quality beach and sand scoop? Are you trying to take your hunting to the extreme? How about an American-based company that stands behind their product and everything they sell? Then check out our friends over at Extreme Scoops. John has been making scoops for some time now and makes a quality beach and sand scoop to take your hunting to the next level. Extreme Scoops recently released their new sand shredder that works great in the water and on the beach. And if you're a new Equinox user, you may want to check out his Surfmaster X3 that can trap those small targets you new Equinox users are finding out there. Extreme Scoops company approach is let's do it right. So do it right, buy it once, and go to the extreme. ExtremeScoops.com That's X-T-R-E-M-E Scoops.com Hey boys and girls, we are going to talk about S&W Shooters and Prospectors. What is S&W Shooters and Prospectors? We at S&W Shooters and Prospectors help people find treasure. Did you say treasure? Yes, treasure. Just listen to this amazing review from our happy customer, Jackie Sparrow. Chocolate ship shape and a pleasure to deal with. I was able to buy everything that I needed at prices that were shillings less than others. I found my nine pieces of meat in no time. Savvy? I know you're asking yourself, why should I shop at SW Shooter and Prospectors? Chuck Smalley has over 45 years of metal detecting experience. He works with each customer one-on-one -on -one to customize their setup to match their skill level. So if you always dreamt of being a pirate, Arr. contact Chuck at SNW Shooters and Prospectors and he'll take a great deal for you. I pass rum, not included. Caution. Please do not operate motor vehicles or power equipment while under the influence of this show. Listening to this show could cause side effects such as bouts of laughter, violent binges of cabin fever, and even dreams of silver and gold. Please be advised. Now that the fine print is out of the way, on with the show. All right, we're back. We're live once again. You are listening to Beyond Sight and Sound, Metal Detecting and Treasure Running Radio for all the really cool digging people out there. Oh, links first and foremost in the chat, in the description. Our friends over at Shooters and Prospectors, AIP Extreme Scoops, Detectees, The Ring Finders, Noked Website, Mine Lab Manicore Update, Link, Terry Shannon's website, Midwest Refineries website. We've also got Crazy Spider Adventures, Ohio Metal Detecting, Detected Outdoors, All Metal Militia, Hopper Hoodlum, Quarter Hoarder, and Ill Digger, if you're into the YouTube side of things, if you're into the Facebook side of things, we've got Metal Detecting Beyond Sight and Sound, which still has membership restriction right now. I, I've lost count. I couldn't tell you how many hundreds of requests I've removed and I don't even I don't get it I don't get where all of these fake accounts are coming from but it is ridiculous oh my god 
and it's driving my email nuts as well, as a, as a matter of fact. So those that, uh, you know, are members of the group, it's a good thing you made it in. <laughs> because who knows when we're going to open up membership. I mean, as long as this keeps going on, there have been a couple of accounts that uh, seem legit. So we'll see if we can... Um, we can uh, get those worked through, but I don't know. We'll we'll have to wait and see. We'll have to wait and see. And then there's also Metal Detecting Central Illinois, Illinois, Iowa Treasure Hunters Detect That Outdoors, Old Metal Militia, The Relic Hunters, and the Kids Great Christmas Giveaway. We've got that link in there too in the chat and the description. So I was actually, I'm, I'm actually, I know I said I was on the ball last week, but I'm a little more on the ball this week, or this episode, actually, I don't know, call it what you want, but uh, it does seem like things are, well, were moving a little smoothly, a little more smoothly, I was on the ball, uh, we've got the link for... Um, the kids great metal detecting Christmas giveaway in there. My my monitor shows that everything seems to be working. The audio is working, so there should not be any issue with any calls. I'm trying to work out any last minute glitches before we go into the whole spooky story contest and the dig your plug and all of that at the end of the month. And obviously we had one, uh, we had a little glitch <laughs> Wednesday. That was, um, that was an ID-10 error. Yeah. It's this little switch between the desk chair and the keyboard. And it wasn't working properly. But we, uh, we, we tried to rectify things as soon as possible after it came to our attention because I was not following the chat. I was, however, following the chat towards the end of the episode when we ran a little bit of a uh, story, a little audio clip for people to check out so that they know what, maybe, hopefully, what to expect when we do our, you know, whole spooky stories. And, uh... <laughs> from what I caught in the chat, the uh, the comment was removed. I did I I caught it and it was removed when I went to look again. But I caught it the first time. I saw what it said, and apparently the uh, me coming back into the show from the audio clip. Um, I I may have came back a little. Uh, a little strong, a little surprising, and 
and there may have been some uh, adult beverages spilled by some people, possibly. That or maybe people are just still a little on the uh, faint side for spooky stories yet. And we still have to get them a little warmed up. But with that in mind, I did not... I had thought about selecting a clip to run tonight... From one of the uh, past uh, spooky story episodes, I mean, over over the years, and I I hate to even mention how many there are, but we've had a number of guests that have shared what may or may not be considered a bit of a paranormal experience on the show and we've had different episodes where people could call in about spooky stories Um, maybe it's tied to an item that they've found maybe it's uh, local legend and lore uh, things like that I don't know I, I I know that there were quite a few quite a few stories shared in some of the episodes and some of them weren't necessarily on like one of our episodes dedicated to spooky stories. So I could go back and and select from a few. But after Wednesday's clip at the end of the show, which I'm not sure if Chuck was able to catch that Wednesday night or if he came back and caught the end Thursday. Um, in light of that, I figured we would just skip any of those audio clips tonight and focus more on making sure that the audio... And the lines are going to withstand the spooky story competitions or the dig your plug. Because tonight I sat down to try and get some some final arrangements made with some parts I've been trying to track down and source. And while I'm sitting here, I I had to do this from the show system because I needed a larger screen for what I'm doing. And automatically I get hit with a Skype update. Hmm, Imagine that. And then I get hit with a rather large Windows update. So it was a good thing that I did come out here early. Um, Hmm. Scott chose not to compete in Masters of Metal? I wonder why. Hmm. Maybe Scott will compete at Kadoha. I don't know. Interesting. Either way, with being hit with both updates at the same time, A lot of times, for whatever reason, this system doesn't necessarily deal well with 
taking on multiple updates like that. So we'll see what happens. We'll we'll kind of tentatively test the waters tonight. But don't forget, we're here Wednesdays, Sundays, as time and availability allow, 8 p.m. Eastern. You can catch Detect America Crew Mondays, 8 p.m. Eastern. And this Monday is one you will not want to miss. We mentioned it... Um, Last Sunday, I believe, we mentioned it Wednesday, I believe, and we'll mention it again tonight. You don't want to miss DA Live, 8 p.m. Eastern, over on the Detect America Facebook group, and that's another link that we've got in the uh, chat and the description. Because this Monday, tomorrow, they will have Delec on from Nocta. And if I remember right, I want to say, uh, hmm, the presentation Monday at the IVHRA went well. I did not hear about that. Maybe Chuck can call in and give us a little bit of an update on it. But Delec will be on with the, uh, the DA crew. And she will be giving away, not one, not two, but three AccuPoint pen pointers. And a double score, I believe. I, uh, I've been out of communication with Delect for a while. I know the last time we did have her on the show, uh, she had talked about uh, coming back, returning when the uh, AccuPoint was released, and probably uh, probably give away one or two over here as well. Delec is usually very, very good with that. She she's always uh, very generous with the prize donations. Uh. Okay, I I see confirmation from Frank in the chat about the AccuPoints. Uh, I may have spoken out of turn on the double score. Maybe it is just three AccuPoints now. Um, but still, great way. Yeah, okay, no double score. All right. Uh, they're not ready yet. So they're doing three AccuPoint pen pointers in lieu of an AccuPoint and a double score, which I believe was the original plan. But that's okay, because I know over here, everybody's interested in the AccuPoint. I know I am. I know Jason is. <laughs> oh, let's see, what do we have come up here? Uh... Hmm, looks like Chuck tried to call in, but then it bounced him out. Not sure what happened there. We'll see. Maybe we can grab him this time. I don't know. You just never know about these things sometimes. Technology, it works great when it works, and when it doesn't, it'll make you pull your hair out. It'll drive you to drinking. How's it going, Chuck? 
It's going real well, but, you know, it doesn't sound like everybody was drinking too hard after you scared them the other night. (laughs) (laughs) There there were a few, I, I saw at least one comment directly pointed at me, and I'm not sure, I don't think it was because of the story itself, because I know that listener has heard that story before. I think it was because of me coming back in from the clip and hollering, Boo! (laughs) And apparently some people may not have been expecting that and interesting might have gave them a little bit of a jump, (laughs) but it was fun and it was a good story. Well, we've got that coming up, don't we? Yes, we do. And we still have to figure out what the winner will receive. Cool. I'm thinking know. a silver round, and I I have been scouring like JM Bullion. See if they had anything Halloween, like a pumpkin silver semi round, something like that. Uh, oh, like a jack o' lantern or something. I have not found one. Hmm. So I think first place you get a silver round and a pair of Garrett gloves. Oh boy! Whatever else ground job well I, I ohio relic hunter may wind up calling in then he know i know he likes those garrett gloves there you I, go. i've i've heard great things about them i've not had the chance to try a pair myself but i know he likes them and for yep. the price you can't beat them uh, yeah I mean, they're they're good gloves for the price yeah and shannon yeah. she goes oh the great pumpkin you know, I can't understand they make them for Valentine's Day silver rounds. They make them Christmas. Oh, yeah, Christmas, Fourth of July, New Year's. Hey, and nobody's come out with Easter. a nice... It even colorizes it, a little pumpkin, little little jack-lantern, one-ounce silver. I'll bet they'd sell good. Even, even just a full moon with a couple of bats. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm sure... I was looking, can... not finding... Well, what do you do? What do you do? Barb, I do too. The Mind Lab gloves are good, but these Garrett's are just well as good. This is what I can tell people. I, I can't speak from experience with the Garrett gloves. I've not tried them. But from what I've heard from other people, they're cheaper price. They're at least half or more than half as much as the Mind Lab gloves. So that tells me they're they're a little cheaper made. They're made by a different manufacturer probably as well, because I know who manufactures Mind Lab gloves. And believe me, if people think Mind Lab are making gloves, they're not. They're having their logo put on them just like they do with headphones and everything else. That's right. But that being said, the Mind Lab gloves, they're very nice. They're very durable. Yep. But for the cost of the Garrett gloves, because they're both they're both going to do the same thing. They're going to protect our hands until we wear through the fingertips, and then we're going to buy a new pair. That's At right. That 2.5 times. In other words, you get two and a half pairs of Garrett's for the same price you get a pair of Mind Labs. Exactly. 
And that's what I'm saying. I mean, I've like I said, no, from I've what I've heard. My labs, I mean, they were the best dig glove on the market. Garrett's come forward with this outfit. And it's got the leather fingertips, leather across the back, the palm, just like the mine labs. But they do run a tad tight. And, and that's and cool. I, I mean, you got to watch it. I believe the way I understand it, from what I hear from people, the material isn't quite as thick. Oh, Barb either. found a silver pumpkin round. I think she means pumpkin. But anyway, provident metal. I'll have to look, take a look at that. Oh, provident. Okay. I've never dealt with them. But then we also have to factor in as well, you know, is, is the cost going to justify it? I mean... This time of the year, a Halloween silver round, they may demand a premium for. Oh, yeah. Just like the Christmas ones. Yeah, yeah. So, But there'll be a silver round in there of some type, or maybe a couple walkers. If if Frank wins it, a bag of candy corn. (laughs) Well, and, and as long as he recovers from his influenza A, which apparently is the bug that was going around for the uh, silver relic hunt, uh, I'm sure he will have some sort of story to share with everyone to get himself in the running, especially if he knows that there is some candy corn up for grabs. As long as we can pull him away from the piano, because apparently he'll be able to play piano after he's over the flu. So well, we'll good. Well, yeah. This one, this one is a. I just followed Barb's link. It's the Great Pumpkin, fifty-fifth anniversary round. Hmm. I see you're throwing an eBay link. Yeah. Peanuts, Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown, fifty-fifth one-ounce anniversary. Hmm. hmm. Twenty-seven bucks. Well, not the one I'm looking at. That's what is it? Forty one ninety five. Holy cow! There's absolutely no reason for that. I think the price oh, she's throwing out is from. I think the price that she's throwing out is from maybe the eBay link she threw in the chat. I'm on the eBay link. Oh, well then, I don't know. I'm not oh, well, sure. we'll see what I come up with. But that'll that'll require a little further investigation because there's there's absolutely no sense in paying a large premium just to have it themed uh no. when you can probably pick up just any silver round much cheaper than that. Yeah, well, I've got don't worry, I've got them. So and then I may try to look around and see if I can dig up a little something for maybe a runner-up prize. Okay. But we'll have to wait and see what we've got. Uh, could be a copper round. Could be, who knows, could be a half ounce of silver. Frank found one for 25 Oh, Or he says it's a three ounce round for 40 bucks. Well, that's that's a little large for a round. It'd it'd be forty bucks to to purchase, and then another twelve dollars to mail it. 
<laughs> but uh, now, Frank, he, he that sounds a little more a little more in the uh, in the realm. Okay, Provident Metal's got a pumpkin. Yeah, Provident's not too bad. Silvertown. I've dealt with them before. Dealt with Silvertown. Sounds good. Uh, and then obviously, uh, like you were saying, J.M. Bullion. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're they're all, at least in the past for me anyway, they've all been reliable companies. Silvertown's been very good. Especially Silvertown. Uh, Silvertown is actually not very far from here. In uh, Indiana. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Really the large place. That I believe, if I'm not mistaken, that's owned by the Abel family, which is also the ones that does the online or the television show coins and that kind of stuff. I know they they do have a floor in there that if you're interested in checking it out, you're going to show them the balance of your checkbook first, and they will close the store for you to look around. Wow. <laughs> Not that I've ever seen that area of the store. That's, uh, I don't know, that's... that's that's one of them places where if I even look that way, they say, oh, no, you don't. <laughs> yep. It's a, it's a little out of my price range. I'll put it that Can't way. Can't even but, afford to look at it. Yeah, yeah. But maybe I can uh, dig up like a copper round or half ounce silver or something like that. We'll, we'll, we'll see what we'll happens. Have some prices. Tell, them, tell them that we're going to have good ones. See if I can... Uh, Snag one of those pumpkin rounds for just that. I bet somebody could really get a kick out of that. Mm-hmm. And we uh, know they'll know. we know they'll get a kick out of those Garrett gloves. Yep. Well, they'll get some use out of them. Oh yeah, they will. Uh, I think, like I said, I think they're a little thinner material, maybe than what the Mine Labs are as well, but. For the price, like you said, you work through them, you buy another pair, big deal. You you still haven't shelled out the money it's going to cost you for a pair of mine lap gloves. That's right. So, and apparently for you, the uh, presentation went well Monday. Yes, it did. We had a lot of fun. I took uh, some equipment over, talked about gold pans and the history of gold pans and how the Chinese developed the uh, riffles in them and... Uh, that type of stuff, and talked about where gold is, where it isn't. Closest areas to get gold in Illinois is at the Glacial Moraine in around Peoria, cutting across the state. You can get fine gold, but I showed them some upper Iowa gold, which is fly specks. We worked three hours running a suction dredge to get about 100 fly specks. And there, there, there nice. have been bigger pieces pulled, but not very often. Right, right. Probably few and far between, but when they do show up, they're a nice surprise. Right. Indiana has a lot of fine gold several places. Yes, they do. And so yep. does Ohio. Tennessee, Coca Creek area down there, 
They got a good goal. If you can get on it. Did you show them any Alaskan gold? Yeah, I took a few pieces along. Ah. Like that. Now, I'll bet about, they did. And we talked about the different range of values of gold in different areas, especially in, in like Alaska. There's starts at in around the Kennecott range where you have a lot of copper mixed with that gold, and it can be 60% gold. Right, depending on the yeah. alloy and the purity. Right, and it goes up from there throughout the country, and some of the best gold is Wyoming's and Georgia and parts of California. They're up in the 94 percentile. There's no such thing as pure gold in Mother Nature. No. But it sure is nice when you get close. Of course, it's nice when yeah. you get any piece. And I'm sure you probably also explained to them how uh, size can drive premium. Yes. yes. Uh, the bigger, better nugget, the more percent over. If you're at an ounce and above, you start rolling up some pretty good percentages over spot. And the bigger, the rarer, and on through all that. Right, simply because and now we're talking specimen pieces. Pendant or jewelry quality, or and, and if you have some that I've seen some bring a pretty good price if they're shaped like an animal. Oh, yeah. Yeah, good point. Good point. Oh, different things like that or different shapes. And uh, it's funny how Mother Nature can create something and that drives the price up even more just because it looks like a bunny or something. <laughs> right. Well, and beauty's in the eye. Uh, yep. One person can see it. Another person may not. The other day, now this is over in Dennis's stomping ground over there. We went to La Salle, Peru. We stopped at a, afterwards we went to Denny's. Everybody, and they bought me a late breakfast or early breakfast, whatever you want to call it. And we, we talked for quite a while. But their gas prices there, there was one spot that was two ninety nine and another that was three oh nine. I filled up there and drive back to my side of the state and it's three eighty nine. Yeah, see that that just ain't right. No. I agree. And over here it's still three eighty nine around out here, three seventy nine on the Illinois side, so go across the river and save a half a buck a gallon. Or yeah. more. And it's definitely worth the drive to do it. Oh yeah. Especially for no further than what you uh what you have to go. That's right. It's all it's just crazy. And I'm sure at the uh presentation you probably talked some about the Alaska hunt, maybe got some people interested in participating mm -hmm. in a future adventure. Yeah. And we are finalizing the trip again for next summer. Yeah, you you ought to be about booked up, I would think. Well, I've got I'm I'm close, and she, I talk with them up. Well, I talk with Betty over there, and um, 
she thought I was calling to say, well, we may cancel. No, I'm not canceling. They're literally a line for that week because they've started to open up the new claim sites that they picked up for us to do and are dozing them. They had pretty good fall. They had pretty good, pretty good season on gold up there detecting and panning and sluicing, but detecting, they had some phenomenal pieces found. So, yeah, and they've got a line wanting to go up there, so it ought to be pretty good for those going. I know Dennis is. And uh, Illinois Tim and uh, the typical group out I and I, Tim Rushing and Dave White and Frank and a couple others, and then I've got a few more from across the country. So I'm I'm trying to hold in around 15, 16. It's a little easier to do it that way, and then she'll let loose of the other four or five spots because uh, – trying to get the ATVs you want and things done, and that gets a little thin. Right. That makes sense. But So we'll see how it shakes out here, and uh, she's giving us a really nice discount. Holy smokes. Nice. Yeah. And, yeah. Even more, we're getting a good discount. Nice. And in the past, the weather you guys couldn't have asked for better weather, so hopefully it holds out. Oh, man, they this did mention too. this was an extremely wet year up there, so I'm hoping for a moderate year next year and really moderate when we're there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, very moderate while you're there. Gin clear skies. See what happens and what is uh, unearthed. Hopefully, it's another good trip. Yeah, well, we're going to, we're planning that one. I'm going to be doing hopefully more traveling as Jill's gotten better, better. And she wants to maybe go up where we're in Nome. She can fly to her brothers and hang out for a week. Ah, nice. Up in Fairbanks, so. Well, then, we'll... if that's the case, our, our, can we expect you heading further up after you're oh, done probably. with your. Okay. Maybe More hitting a couple of sites up, up there. A couple of spots up there. I like it up there, too. But if you want to be alone, I'll guarantee you, you can be alone up there. Holy smokes. Oh, yeah. Nothing, nothing for miles except for bears. That's right. Bears and caribou. But the, the last time we were Muskox. there, of caribou hunting, and there were a lot of people. <laughs> <More than laughs> right? Yeah, might uh, might be a good idea to wear your blaze. Right. Here's an example. Dennis just posted in Ottawa, Illinois. It was three dollars forty-five cents a gallon, and just a few miles away, it's two ninety-nine. There's no state line involved there. I haven't figured all this out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we had the same thing, similar thing here, where uh, you know, around here, it was probably. Three thirty-five, three forty-five a gallon, something like that, and you could drive twelve miles away and get it for two ninety-nine. Wow! And that was not crossing a state line. That you were crossing county line, but not not a state line. Bill says he's got a two sixty-nine in Heath. Oh wow! God. That spread is crazy. Yeah, I mean, you would you would think they would figure out a way to standardize this a little more across the board. Yep. 
But then again, if we're complaining about prices here, one can only guess what the prices are like in Alaska and California. Yeah, especially with the pipeline shut down up there. Yeah, we need to get that opened again. That needs to be bumped up. This this is ridiculous. Yes, I agree. Definitely. That and lithium. Right. That'd get me going. We're gonna we're gonna steer steer away from that deal. Right. There you go. Yep. So well, has anybody been getting out? I haven't seen anybody posting much up. They're talking about seeded hunts, and seeded hunts are fun, and you will get the complainers. I see that, that, I didn't find nothing. And then the next guy comes in, he's got handfuls. And right. he's been covering and going like a madman and doing okay. I don't know, you got to get over it. you got to move about a little bit. Right, so, you got to be lucky enough to get your coil over it. And hey. Jason had mentioned in the chat that, you know, there's no guarantee I mean, when you do a seated hunt, you you attend a seated hunt or or even any other event for that matter. There's no guarantee that you're going to find anything. You just hope for the best. Yep. And as long as you're hunts are a thing, and there's been a few of them that have come and gone quickly because they were not well ran and suspect to some things fraud so, yeah but for the most part they uh they do pretty good they don't want they, they don't want to have anything coming down on them right around their ears you know what i'm saying yeah especially for for some of these uh groups that do put on these events i mean they're they're well-established groups that that have a reputation that they they adhere to they don't want anything reflecting poorly on their group or the event, so they do what they can to make it a good time. And <laughs> sometimes, like with the uh, Silver Relic Hunt, you get a little more than you planned to. It, it seems like there were a number of people that came back sick from that one. Yeah, they, they picked up something not very good. Yeah. Well, Starts feeling better and not coughing and stuff. We have to have him call in and fill us in on his on his experience because he explained to me when he called me he was pretty pumped up and uh, that it was a well run event. Oh yeah, he 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 is has been was and continues to be excited about that. That's good. I hope he does well. I guess Alabama's where they got to go. Yep. Yeah. So. And it will. It'll be interesting to see how it goes. I mean, for because right now the way it sounds for uh, things being launched as as late as they were, they weren't able to promote it real heavy, and I think that's why we've had such a limited number of slots filled at these events for Masters of Metal. Which means well, the that the competition is, may not be real stiff. You said the short notice type stuff. And yeah. People, you know, not everybody can go just drop of a hat. I'm going to that hunt, the, you know, next week because I can run in this or something like that. They got a pre plan. They got kids, things like that. Right and now, school for the ones that have the kids are kind of tied down to that part of the life. You know. Yeah. Or. Uh, 
you know, maybe maybe they used up all their vacation time at work doing other events through the year, and they just don't have the time available right now. Where right. they they have to oh, plan. I mean, a you know, we got out. we have an opportunity here right now. I just saw something here. Frank said he would call in if he could talk. Have you ever not known Frank not to be able to talk? I don't think I've ever known him not to be able to talk, and I don't this think is I've... an opportunity. Yeah, that that's a rare he's right now. Squirming, he wants to call in so bad. Talk about this. Well, call in. He can't. He can't talk. Ah, see. It's a well, really nice hunt. If I could talk, I'd call in. Yeah, don't threaten me. <laughs> <laughs> Telling him it's this. <laughs> I know it is. It is. I know it is. Yeah, it hey, is. And we like to we like to chat a bit. You think? And and we really would love to hear about it, but. Well, we'll have to schedule him. What you know, some yeah. right after the he wins in Alabama. Let's see if he wins in Alabama. Yeah, I mean, there there's a caveat there. We really would love to hear about it, but that's when he's able to give the conversation the full focus that it needs. And and if he doesn't have a voice, he can't really do it. <laughs> I wonder if Celeste is used to the quiet. Uh, I wonder. Well, anyway, yeah, I'll I move know. on from that. Still out on him, that. Or he even said he is. And Dennis <laughs> said, that's a scary story. <laughs> right. Uh, and Celeste says she is not used to the quiet. Right, yeah. I'm sure she's probably having to check around and make sure he didn't duck out of the house or something with the dogs. Get better, get better, buddy. You know we're having a good time with you. Yeah, and hopefully we uh, want that that asthma thing's not good. Mm-mm. No, no. Top of that, no. Nope, nope, nope. So get over it, please. Yeah, there you go, Bill. Text to speech. But yeah, yeah. we we do about definitely all I wish got for tonight. Other than picking on Frank some more, and I'm going to be nice and not do it. <laughs> we do definitely wish him a speedy recovery. And speaking of recoveries, uh. I'm seeing good news from Jesse. Oh, that's right. Yes. Yeah. It's it's very nice to see that uh, things are starting to move the right direction, and, and yes. Zach is off the ventilator yeah. and doing better. They took him off. I did see that. I forgot to mention that. That's very good. Yeah. Oh. So everyone that was pulling for him, good job, people. Definitely. Positive affirmation works. It can be handy. Yes, I believe that. A lot of it is just just mindset. I mean, if you uh, if you go into something thinking you've already lost, well, chances are good you're going to. Yes. No, that's that's good. And um, I, I text with him a little bit. I tried calling him once, but he was just too tied up. With tied stuff, up. So. Yeah, he, he's he's got a pretty hectic schedule anyway, especially this time of the year. Oh, yeah. And then on top of this, 
Right, yeah. I mean, oh. it, it normally he has a, a hectic schedule to begin with, and then when you've got something like this going on, that's on top of, above and beyond, and and yeah, that, that just adds more complication to the schedule. That's right. So... But we do hope anyway, that everything continues. At least right I still around if I can snag a pumpkin. And i got a friend of mine. I don't know if I'll get this done. I'm not going to say anything. So we'll get the round, try and get a pumpkin round there for you. For the winner of the best scary story. Right. And they'll have to keep... Up. Yep, they'll have to keep an eye out for that because we'll... Uh, I don't know. I'll I'll plan on two nights, and we'll we'll see how it goes with the first one, and if it seems like there's enough to do a second run and mm-hmm. get those people in like as well. Might... Sounds like yeah. we know Frank's got one. Yeah, I know Frank will have one. Oh, two got one. I, the way Barb talked, she thought he did. And Barb's got one, so yeah, and you know. And it wouldn't now, surprise gonna, me gonna, if Celeste has one. Oh, okay. It wouldn't surprise me. Past that, I'm not sure, you know, we'll have to see how many people actually call in if it if it warrants two episodes, and that's what we'll do. And uh, then we'll figure out who's got the best story out of all of them, and... And get a winner announced, and maybe even a runner-up, if there's enough participation and the uh, stories are good enough. Okay. Because you never know. Some of them... Now, if I get called away because of duties, uh, I will have to rely heavily and have to go back and listen, I think. I don't know if I'm going to help judge this. Right. Tam, you and me, right? Uh, yeah, I I think I might be able to lasso her into assisting in the judging. Good possibility. Maybe I can talk Kevin into listening, but see, he, he generally goes to bed pretty early because he's up at 2.30 a.m. hitting the road, 3 o'clock. Oh, yeah, that that's just, yeah, that's... I don't know how he'd be able to do that. He'd have to listen to the archive. Yep. Of course, then again, who knows? I, I may have what. to. I'll, I'll, I'll chat with Frank Juarez. He listens in. He'd probably listen tonight. And uh, see if he wants to be involved with that. Ah. Don't judge one. You, me, and Frank, and maybe Tam come to a consensus. There you go. Yeah, I'm sure we can do that. That way, in case I get called away, you got three anyway that can make a judgment on that. Right. Unless everybody's got good stories, and then we may all be at end. So, in which one's the best one? May have to concede a little bit. <laughs> or well, you never Scott, know. Somebody I'm may have just a phenomenal. Oh. So we'll we'll have we'll have a good showing in there. Yeah, it sounds like we'll have a few that are going to try to throw their hat in the ring on this, and you never know. We may just get one that's 
good enough that it just blows all the others out of the water to where it's not going to be a tough choice. Yep. So, could all be right. competition. Well, I'm going to shut down for tonight, relax a little bit. I'll order in a pumpkin round there that we now know that we can get from J.M. Bullion. Or Silvertown, excuse me. Oh, you said you did order one in? I will. Oh, okay. If well. it's available. Make sure they have it available. Well, I'll yeah, what, yeah, this is all... Great edge. Up. Oh, we don't, have, we don't have those, but we'll put you on a back order. Yeah, I was going to say, people people have got to stop and remember that, too. This is all based on availability, and right now those types of rounds could be in demand where like, some people uh, just don't Simplex have Simplex Ultra WHP. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Try to get those right now. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's a good point. I, and I'll tell you, that's with the revamp, that has been... A very popular machine once again this time around. And I was supposed to get two with WHP, and they came in without wireless headphones. Hmm. And I have backwards on. No WHP for Chuck. No. Or actually no WHP for Chuck's back order. Right. And actually the... Legend 2 is picking up steam, too. I've got a lot of people liking that one. And they're doing pretty well with them, Josh. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes, they are. And I'm interested in hearing, seeing uh, how the new Legend update will fare when it is released. Because they're... I mean, they've they've taken a play out of the Amphibio book and reincorporated boost mode into this new Legend update. And that was, it was interesting to play around with on the Amphibio. I mean, the the Amphibio, I, I really do think they had very good intentions for that machine, but it had its drawbacks as well, where in certain environments, it just fell flat on its face. Now, in the dirt, the Amphibio, some of the places I took it through, that thing would hit like nobody's business for coins on edge. Yeah. In the chat, I'm sorry, I read O.H.'s story about a baby squirrel they had. Killed the mother. <laughs> Fast forward, one of them peed in their dish network receiver and blew it up. <laughs> sorry, that's funny right there. That'll teach you. <laughs> you you got to well, watch them squirrels. Squirrel gravy and taters on it. Oh, yeah, boy. He, well, he uh, he did make a batch of fresh chili the other night that looked pretty good. Maybe it was squirrel chili. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I hear he's oh. had to uh, relocate where he stores his smoking chips because of a similar incident, although not with a squirrel this time. Right. And he sure does like those mulberry chips. He's still using those things. Well... 
Good eating. Good eating. eating. It does. It gives it a nice flavor. Oh, yeah. Well, anyway, I'm getting out of here. Everybody have a safe week. Stay out of trouble, Josh. No, oh, I'm I'm working on it. I'm I'm gonna try to stay low profile. I got some things I gotta finish up outdoors, but I'll, well, I'll try to I, stay I caught low up pro. today on a bunch of stuff and it, it's wearing on me. <laughs> I wish that I could say that I had, but I uh, I've been waiting on a number of parts to come in to hopefully complete some projects and uh I don't know what keeps going on, but the uh, Postal Service seems to like to ship all of these packages somewhere else. Like, I had one last week that it shipped out of, I think that was last week or the week before, it shipped out of Arkansas. It made it as far as the regional hub in Kentucky, which means next stop would have been the regional hub here in Ohio, and then on to our post office. And all of a sudden, it falls off the map. It didn't show up at the regional hub here in Ohio. It got shipped back out to Dallas, Texas. Mm-hmm. And I had to wait for it to uh, do World its little travel. tour. Yeah. And then just this week, I had I had determined the part that I needed for, for a project and got it ordered from a guy here on the east side of Ohio figure well it shouldn't take long at all to get here and i was looking forward to the part coming in so i could at least have that completed package shows the tracking number says that the package is delivered in at mailbox and i open up the mailbox and i look and i'm going i don't know what that is but that's not what i ordered i can already guarantee that and i sent a message to the gentleman and i'm like hey i ordered this particular item this particular part number and and paid for said item and imagine my surprise when in the mailbox today i get notification that it's delivered but when i open the mailbox i have an envelope not with that item but what i can only assume is an adjustment screwdriver because i haven't opened the package and they messaged back, and, and they're like, oh, I'm so sorry about that. You're right. That's exactly what's in that package. I'll make things right. I'll I'll send out the, the, the proper part. You just keep that package. No charge. Don't bother sending it back, which is fine. But now here I am. I'm packed up a, a week on a project that I should have had done Friday. So... Who knows? All right, Just, my friend. Uh, Dennis, have a good night. Week. The rest of you have a great week, and we'll talk to you later. I'm going to go kick back and have a toddy, and I don't want to spill it after you scare somebody. <laughs> <laughs> well, I I won't run any audio clips tonight. I think I'm just going to cut out of here, too. The audio seems like it held well. Everybody's having a blast in the chat, so... Hopefully, we're ready to uh, drop some promotion about the Spooky Story contest. There you go. Let's let's do it. I'll get on the horn tomorrow and see if I can come up with a pumpkin out of silver. Well, 
people could be pleasantly surprised. And at the very least, like I said, they love them gloves. Yeah. All right. Well, I think I'm going to roll here, out of here, too. Bye-bye. We'll see you. Thanks for the call, Chuck. You bet, bud. So we've uh, apparently all of the updates, uh, the system made it through okay. So we'll see how it happens, how, how things go. I don't know. We'll find out. And maybe, I don't know. We'll have to see what the weather's doing and everything, but if I am around uh, and have the time, maybe I'll see if I can pull another audio clip to run at the end of the next episode. I don't know. What do you What do you folks think? You want to hear another one at the end of the next episode? Kind of give you some ideas on what sort of spooky, eerie, scary story you want to share and see what you can come up with. See if you can come up with one and then turn around and fire back with BOO! And see what happens. See if, uh, see if somebody hollers at you in the chat. Like, apparently I had surprised some people uh, the other night, I guess. Um, so who knows? We'll see. Either way, uh, it sounds like it's a possibility. Don't quote me. We got to see what availability is like. But it's a possibility that uh, first place from the Spooky Story competition may get a one-ounce pumpkin round and a pair of Garrett digging gloves. And if the stories are real good, we may even have to come up with a runner-up prize. Um, maybe... <laughs> no, none about your ex, Mike. Uh, maybe we'll come up with a runner-up prize for... I don't know, maybe a copper round or something like that. I'll have to dig around and see what I've got. The uh, prize pile is pretty low right now. But we'll see what we can do. Either way, stay tuned for the Spooky Story competition. Not to mention, we do have a round of Digger Plug in the near future lineup. Uh, looks like it's going to be another all-in board with MDCI. Mike has got a number of items to throw out on the board for some lucky listener to potentially win. We'll see what happens. And also in the lineup, maybe a little further out, obviously, towards the end of the year, we do still have the 1881... New Orleans Mint, I believe, Morgan, uh, that we'll, we'll probably hold on to to give out somewhere there at the end of the year for listeners and see what happens. Um, oh, and Mike says there's silver on the board. Yeah, 
Yeah, that's, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> we'll see what happens. So that's very, very cool uh, for Mike to once again come through in <clears throat> spectacular fashion. He likes to see the boards full. He doesn't like to hear about anybody digging trash. So, when the board's all in like that, that is a very big part due to Mike Laquamette and Mental Detecting Central Illinois. So, do not forget and check out their group if you're not a member already. Until the next one, we're out of here, folks. Stay safe. We'll see you.